1: Tovar is an equal opportunity employer.
0: We're Cubs fans helping Cubs fans at Stewart's Cubs cave parties. Everybody's.
2: Club 400 podcast is finally back. And you know what? I'm going to tell the listeners why we've been away. Why is that? You you tell them, William. Why is that? Oh, I
1: know why. Your birthday extravaganza? No. 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 no.
2: I want to tell you guys this. If you don't know, and he's cheating on me, listeners. He's cheating on me. He started a new podcast. And I'm confronting him here live for the first time. He talked about doing it last year. You, know, you call him up, oh, I'm busy, I'll call you back. He never calls me back. I'm like, William, we got to do a podcast. We haven't done one in like three weeks. I mean, people are going to wonder what's going on. People are thinking that maybe I'm in cub depression, which I possibly, which I have been. I think you kind of are, it. yeah. He's starting a Viking podcast.
1: Oh, I should. That's yeah. a good if idea. If you guys
2: don't know, he's probably the biggest Viking fan I know. Yeah, I should start a Viking uh, you have. I've already heard about it through the back door. People back me channels. Back, back channels. channels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's called the uh, White Queens. Is that what it's called? Yeah, that's
1: what it's called.
2: <laughs> but finally, no. Honestly, sorry we've been gone so f- f- so long, guys. It's been. It seems like we haven't podcasted in a while.
1: You get. You've let's. Okay, you're right on that end of it, but there's been a lot of stuff going on. You launched a beer.
2: That, that's been taking Which a lot is of my time.
1: a brand. You launched a brand. Relaunch.
2: I have to yeah. represent the beer.
1: You know. You have to. And there's been beer events. And I don't think you expected as many. Maybe one or two you thought of at the beginning. And there's been like six or eight well, big I, events. I'll tell you
2: what. I've kept it real. Uh, Randall Roadhouse, one of my buddies, Dennis, we broke out our first one there with a real podcast. Yeah. That we did with Rick Kempfer. Awesome. Who I ran at the ballpark the other night. Did you really? And he uh, he was uh, saw him at the very end of the game, and I just he was d- depressed. <laughs> he was he was depressed, but he didn't run into his, so- his favorite soccer announcer ever. I don't remember the guy's name. But Pele. Oh. So, but uh, we had that one. Then we went to the gambler. Right. What turned out to a major party. It was something that I always remember. Uh, everywhere I looked, there uh, was someone that I truly cared for. It was like it was like going back to my roots. You know with my own beer at The Gambler, which was awesome. And, of course, Doug, I've been a friend of his forever, the owner. And, yeah, we threw a
1: party. It got a little crazy that night. I'm not going to lie. And then there's the Stu McVicker birthday extravaganza. Yeah. Is it a, is it, is it a day? I a asked week? Lisa, she usually, it's usually a week. It's, it's a week. usually a week? Yeah, it's a week. I think this year it's a month, though? It's,
2: it's a week, so I could try to um,
1: get as much access as I can. Okay. You know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> my
1: my favorite thing was you and I were talking on the phone one night, hadn't seen each other in a couple of days, with all the running around and whatnot. And you're like, "Hey, you want to go out to dinner?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm thinking maybe me, you and I are just meeting up for dinner. Maybe we'll talk some podcasts or whatever." And I get there, and it's another birthday party. Yeah, we I had we, no idea. We
2: had a few, and uh, we went to Milwaukee over the weekend, obviously, and it was just me and Lisa, and it was going to be our date night, and. I I told her the first thing I wanted to do ever was go to Club 400, which is a bar in Waukesha, Wisconsin, which is on the way.
1: Wait, let's break that down again in case people weren't listening closely. Club 400 is a bar? There's a Club 400 bar in Waukesha, Wisconsin.
2: Now, I've known about this bar for four to five years because, you know, you Google Club 400, it'll come up. Then there's a Club 400 NASCAR thing that comes up. Okay, and then there's us. So Club 400, I'm like a Club 400 bar. So I started researching it and found out that they m- make fabulous chicken wings. And it, I'm like, are you kidding me? Club 400, I'm mean, a match it, made in heaven. If you guys don't know me by now,
1: Stu likes his wings. I like
2: beer and wings, hot wings, beer wings and baseball,
1: beer wings and baseball. And um, so Not in I was like, order.
2: yeah, exactly. <laughs> And there's another B involved there, but we won't bring yeah, that one up. No, but that's uh, for later.
1: That's for the after <laughs> show.
2: But uh, so I've always wanted to go there. I said, Lease, what I want to do for my birthday is go to Club 400, have a beer, have some chicken wings, and then head to the game.
1: <laughs> She's like, that's Tuesday in the basement. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. no, at the bar. Okay.
2: Yeah, exactly. So I brought a bunch of Club 400 beer, which was the nice. the re-release re- is out, everybody. So... I know you guys heard us promoting it and so forth and so on. We changed it a little bit. I would like to talk about that real quick before we talked about the Club 400 because we'll go into that real quick. But the Club 400 beer, we altered it. And the nice thing with working with a smaller brewery is that you can do things like that, right. you know. And Tweet the taste. Ryan Clooney over there and Jesse Abel, my two favorite guys, my man crushes lately, you know. Uh, we you know we talked to him and. We love. I'll stand by that first version of beer any day of the week. I think that beer is awesome, but we asked. Them, I I said there's a little sweetness at the end, a little tinge of sweet, kind of like a corny taste. I'm like, what do you think about removing that? You know, and obviously they were on boat. They were on that We wanted to come out with a very smooth beer, the one that went down real easy with no aftertaste. So they you know ask ask you ask Ryan you get it you know R- Ryan took this beer and he altered it basically took 50 pounds of corn out of it and th- the new version is out we'll call it Club 400 2.0 same can same everything but just a little smoother on the end and it's good what do you think William
1: I love it I love the first one but I like I really love the second one The question I have and I haven't talked to those guys in a while is were they surprised at how first fast the first batch went?
2: I'll tell you what, the first, and I want to thank everybody who went out and bought beer, who maybe tweeted a picture of them drinking the beer. I mean, that meant a lot to me. I mean, the whole entire beer situation has kind of blown my mind. And, you know, just to be able to walk into a store and seeing, you know, like, your Club 400 logo on a can of beer, Right. it's one of the things I'll always remember, something I'll never forget. And then to go back to like to the gambler are doing these beer parties one which we'll talk two more we have two more we'll talk about later but it's really surreal it's it's crazy you
1: know? it's like I'm getting ready to go to a game at Wrigley and I got to grab my obvious T-shirt my Club 400 six pack <laughs> you know I mean <clears> where <throat> we go it's standard now
2: oh I know it's, it's 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 been a remarkable voyage and you know the beer will always be in my top five moments of all time and I thank Chris Lake Brewery for. Uh, you know, being, be offering to do it and doing it and coming through with what I exactly wanted. And that's the most important thing. Like, when I hand that beer, like, I was handing out a whole bunch in Milwaukee. And people loved it. And it makes me so happy because you know they weren't, like, lying to your – they weren't lying. Because it is a beer that's made for everyone, you know. It's a beer that's v- very smooth, and it's a lawnmower beer. It's a beer that you could drink six or seven or one every inning if you want to, Um but, um any
1: Brewers fans partake?
2: Yeah, we had a couple Brewers fans. We turned to some Brewers fans on the Club hundred Lager. We got to share our beer. Nice. But uh,
1: You're a fan of the Brewer fans. You know, I'm a you fan. You said turning last year. I,
2: I'm not a fan of Brewer, Brewer. i mean, not I, a
1: fan I, of the Brewers, of the Brewers fans. I like people. You so really like going to Miller Park.
2: I haven't had a lot of bad experiences, yeah, but no, I haven't had I. it. No, know? I agree with you. I mean, you know, it's Except like
1: the fact that they can't win and you know what there's
2: always going to be assholes in every every stadium you go to but you can't let those guys characterize everybody you know right so except for soldier
1: field but that's neither here nor
2: there see we're talking about the uh which by the way we are going to a game
1: i know and i hate to tell people in public that i'm going there because i'm probably going to come home in a body bag but
2: september 28th me william eric and i think drew are going to the game And hopefully it will be better than the debacle. But let's get back on course here. So we go to the Club 400 bar. We pull in. And I'm like, I'm going to grab three or four cans of beer. So we take a few pictures outside. They just did a nice painting on the side of the building. We took a couple pictures of that. Pictures of me in front with the big Club 400 overhang. So I just walk in that bar. I post it on Facebook. And I'm like, Club 400! And I just scream. And I take one of my cold beers I pop it and I pounded the whole damn thing. I was like, if I'm going to walk into a Club 400 bar, I'm make a statement. So I'm going to make a statement. So the bartender, there's not a lot of people in there. There are some people in the back. But the bartender came out like, what the hell is going on? And he was like, he gave me, like, this guy's crazy, you know? Right.
1: I saw the look.
2: And then I basically just held up the can and it said Club 400 on it. And then he's like, what the hell is going on here? And he ended up calling the owner out. And the owner came over, which I had talked to previously on Facebook. He's like our age. His name is Jimmy, and uh, Jimmy. man, we had a good time. Nice. We had a good time. We started early that day. We did three or four shots before we went to the ballpark, and we had their chicken wings and we had their pic- you know fried pickles, and it was a great place. You know, Jimmy's mom works for a uh, battered women. Uh, place up there so we had talked maybe down the line we'll take club 400 on the road to club 400 waukesha because there's a hotel really close by and we could get crazy out there in this bar yeah yeah so he wants the club 400 lager there obviously and my goal is to to get it there but nice we won't talk about the rest of the weekend because two losses to milwaukee uh three out of four Cubs have not been doing good, William. Let's go back into my Cub Depression thing. It's just they're not doing good.
1: You know what? There's a month left, just under a month. I got faith. We'll I see what happens. I mean, let's put it this Next way. Next topic. <laughs> no, I'll kidding.
2: tell you the real topic here. Yeah. Today was decision day for me, okay? Today was the day when season ticket holder, we're talking today is Tuesday. What is it? The date today? The 10th. The, um, the day your postseason money was due. So my bill was $6,500. Now, that you're paying you for, pay for everything. Right? You're paying for everything. They and assume
1: seven-game series all the way through, right?
2: I honestly thought, yeah, they assume the worst-case scenario, right. longest-many longest amount of games as could possibly be. And I'm like, should I even pay this to them? Because they're just going to take it, and they're going to... And then ta-
1: they apply, apply it to next year?
2: Well, you you can get your money back, Oh, too. you can get yeah. it back. Okay. But I guess I still believe in the Cubs because I... You paid it. I paid it. Yeah, I mean I do like next year when I get the bill and it's six thousand dollars less. It's kind of nice. Right
1: now you've had pretty good luck this year and, and in previous years going down to the ballpark without a ticket. Like maybe you've sold yours and then changed your mind, decided to go, and so you'll buy one on a you know secondhand site.
2: Well, I I you know I wanted to check out the new um, luxury suites. Yeah, yeah, right. And I will tell you this. If you don't – if you know, Cub tickets are not that hard to get anymore.
1: I was going to ask, would they be – do you think they would be hard if they made the playoffs and barely just got in, which would be the case if they get in this year? Cub –
2: you know, I may have spoken about this on a previous podcast, but the Cubs priced out the secondary market. So when you purchase your Cub tickets and you get them digitally now, let's just say they're on paper, but it's like buying a boat – it's like buying a car. The minute you take it off that lot it's and you possess it, yeah. it's not worth as much money as it used to be. Right. And, um, and that's because they priced them so darn high, you know. Yeah. And it's, it, it's, it's sad because, you know, when a season ticket, I, I buy all 81 games and I cannot even get rid of my tickets for face value. Even on a beautiful July Saturday against the Cardinals, the tickets weren't selling like you think they would right. be. You know, and I think, part, I think if the best case scenario is if you have bleachers, uh, a, a cheaper price ticket or upper-deck ticket, you know, uh, you can at least get your money back on right. it. Right. You know? But the premium tickets are priced so expensive, no one wants to yeah. pay that much for it, you know?
1: This is going to date me quite a bit, but um, back in the day, this I think the same thing happened with music concerts and stuff. Back in the day, I didn't do it a lot, but I would buy tickets to shows I had no intentions of going to, but if you could get through on the phone, it was all sold through, like, Ticketmaster right. or whatever, and yep. if you could get through and get tickets. I remember one time I bought Madonna tickets on the main floor for, like, $32 face value and sold them for just under $500, you know? Uh, yeah, I mean... Yeah, that doesn't happen anymore. No. Not, not that ratio. It doesn't. You can still spend $500 on tickets. Clearly, you can spend way north of that on on tickets for everything, but... I mean, you're you right. You can't make a profit like you used to be able to back in the day. There's
2: so many of these ticket sites out there and and you know the the the, the, the actual fan is going to lose at the end of the day.
1: Well, they do anyway, too, because I think there's agreements between those companies and the team or whatever. It's it's not a fair and equitable way to get like you can't just Go get front row tickets behind home plate, like you may have been able to in the past. You know, right? Those are gone to the premier, you know, exactly. ticket selling places and whatnot.
2: I'm just looking to see what happens next year because, like, you know, I just have seats in section one twenty two, row six, row seven. That is, and um, I'm not attached to any suite or anything like that. But the guys that forked out all the money for these expenses, like the 1914 Club. Uh, or you know, the W Club or whatever, Catalina Club upstairs, man, I I wonder, I wonder how they're doing when they're not using their tickets when they try to sell them. And they, they can't be doing great because some of the face value on those tickets are like 450 bucks. What I predict, and fans have already started to do it, is fans are going to drop their tickets, and they're just going to cherry pick the games they want to go to, and they're going to sit in better seats, and they're going to save a whole lot more money at the end of the day.
1: And I think that happens whether the team's winning or not, you know, because the ticket prices are so high. The one thing the Cubs had going for them was even when they were not winning for years and years and years, they were still selling out. That's right. Because the common fan could afford to buy tickets. Exactly. Now, and you should have thought of this before you bought season tickets in the 1914 club. they, they, They have a window. You know, what is it? Five more years. No, they no, should be compe- tw- they should be competitive. Two
2: tw- two twenty one is when all the we got to pay up. You know, you after after right. two o right. two one, we got to pay up.
1: But they're gonna pay some guys up, and they're still gonna have enough talent probably for the next five years. Th- they're still all pretty young. Yeah, they just won't have all of them. I mean,
2: that's the thing. You can't afford not to be good if you're the Cubs right now. No, I mean, look at all these
1: other teams. My goodness, there's uh there's a game on right by where we're recording here. It's Milwaukee at Miami. When they show a shot of the crowd, it's look at look at the empty seats. They're it's everywhere. It's like a tenth full, maybe. Now that's, that's Miami and right. they got problems anyway, but you know, well we, when, when, when
2: we were in Milwaukee with the Wild Bunch, by the way, we did a tailgate with the Wild Bunch with Todd, our our buddy. Um dude, our ticket face value on that ticket, nineteen dollars. Nineteen dollars. I have not seen a Cub ticket. Well, I don't see them anyway anymore, anyways, because right. they're all digital. I don't remember the last time I saw a Cub ticket with nineteen dollars written on
1: there. And here's the problem, too, is, let's say they do lose those guys in a couple of years. You know, a couple of guys that they can't afford. And let's say they do start coming back down to the pack, and the golden year is over and stuff. You can't go backwards.
2: That's you the can thing. They're
1: dropping the ticket prices. That you can, they won't. Well, nobody ever has. (laughs) It's good.
2: I mean, I don't see them ever dropping ticket prices. No, of course not. They're going to have to. You know, the Cubs, they send out surveys uh, various times. And a lot of times, just through doing the survey, you can kind of think what they're thinking a little bit. And it was basically talking about season ticket holders and their experiences and what you're kind of looking for. And, you know, it's so funny because the Cubs uh, has, you know, they think they're giving you so many extra things. Right. But the extra things they're giving you cost you extra money. You know, right. it's like we're going to give you this. We're going to give you access to tickets. Oh yeah, they're two hundred dollars a
1: piece. We're going to give you access to this. Oh, you, this is extra fifty bucks. You know, it's like. And you know what they do at a lot of other places? You mentioned nineteen dollar tickets, but they also have, and I really like this. And this, it's it's a shame. I mean, the Cubs just don't have to do it or haven't had to do it yet, but they have like a family day, where you get four tickets. You know, and they could be in the, That's cra- wh- in the crappiest seats they have. That's what they're going to have to do. Four they're tickets, four hot dogs. Four Cokes. Four Cokes, four cokes yeah. for 50 bucks. you know, and maybe like a a $10 parking pass somewhere, or so, you know, something like that. Not really Raleighville, but... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah right, not, right. Yeah. <laughs> not anywhere near Chicago. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> take it to Milwaukee and take a train down or whatever, but...
2: Yeah, but I think, you know, it's going to be interesting off-season to see what they do. Obviously, you know, hopefully they... Can make it to the wild card, or you know, hopefully, St. Louis takes a dive and we sneak in there somehow. But you know, it's not looking good, and I think this is the year that you know the core of 2016 will be broken up. And you know, Joe Madden, he's as good as gone. I mean, I don't think I'm breaking any news out there, they're not bringing Joe Madden back. And there's gonna be you know, things are gonna, and then the marquee network starts in February, they're launching a new network. It was actually, I saw the first commercial. For it last night, and maybe it's ran before, but that was the first time I actually seen it for the Marquee Network, and you know that's a big uh, financial endeavor, and like you, you can't go into a rebuild, you and know.
1: Have we got a call yet on that?
2: Uh, no. Tom? What the heck's going on, it's Tom? Give us a call. We're hey, we'll I'm gonna br- I got a, well, I want to bring Club 400 Lager to Tom and let him try it out, see what he thinks, and you know have a little meeting with them, but that would have to be after the we season. Have a little um, one-on-one. But let's talk about, uh, let's move on and let's talk about some future things coming up because this Saturday is huge.
1: Uh, I cannot wait. This I has mean, been building
2: This is, uh, all putting, year. This is first time we've ever had a Club 400 party in Chicago. The first time Club 400 lager will be sold in a bar in Chicago.
1: And you know what the best part is? Is, and I don't know if this was planned or just happened organically, is that you waited until this time of the season. Output has become the official bar of Club 400. Oh, exactly. Like well, everyone goes there, and you've got the Club 400 logo hanging on the wall, and everyone takes a picture there. That's becoming one of the most famous spots to take a picture. Well, I want to thank
2: Eddie Gutierrez, who's Eddie's a, the best. He was a great friend of mine. Um,
1: Talk about you guy that knows how you to make chicken wings. It
2: used to be the old Raw Bar. If you guys were wondering where Output is, it's pretty much right next to Full Shilling. And uh, we're throwing a party this Saturday at 9, p- 9 a.m. They're opening the bar for us early, and we're throwing a Bash Club 400 lager party. William, we're going to be on the mics. So we're going to be giving stuff away. We're going to have a, a chicken wing eating contest. Are you going to be in that contest?
1: Well, I'm not running naked. down (laughs) Addison Street or whatever was promoted. But I will be in that contest. Now, have we determined yet, is it it based on the heat, bringing the heat, or the quantity? I think we're going to do... Maybe two two different contests. Here's the thing here.
2: We're all going to the 120 game. And, like, I don't want anybody getting sick. So, I mean, we're sitting in the bleachers, too, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, By the way, the bleacher tickets are 80 bucks wow uh, I mean that was actually the discount because yeah. I bought group tickets for that so just uh,
1: wow when you think of the people who have come on here on our show regularly talking about picking up garbage after the games and sitting there free you think about the first bunch of times you went down there and you bought a ticket for eight dollars off the guy walking down the street <laughs> you know times have changed. just I hate to harp on
2: it but I just I'm worried about you know the future of those when it comes to the tickets but now I don't know if you know this. I'm breaking news to you. I, I don't know if I should even say anything, but did you hear the Danny Rocket Cup Snake song? I have not. You have not heard that? No. Maybe we should play that at the end of this episode. All right. And um, Danny's newest song. It's about three minutes long, and it's good. It's really good. It's obviously about the the guys building the cup snakes in the bleachers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Which Barstool Sports in Chicago, you know, kind of the Cubs snapped back. Jul- Julian Green snapped back at him, and you know, whenever you snap back at something like that. People are gonna go harder, you know. Right. So now people are even making bigger cup snakes and barstool, re- you know, spor- sports is po- are posting them online and stuff like that. But Danny plans on making a video of that in the bleachers. My question is, you are you gonna do a cup snake on Saturday in the bleachers between the club First 400 people? We build a big cup snake, club 400 style. I think we should do that. I think so. I think. Let's see how. Client. Let's see how badass we really are. Yeah. Let's see how big our snake gets. We
1: might need to. We. <laughs> <laughs> we we might need to control our our uh, how much we partake of the Club 400 beer before the game. It's not going to be good. Yeah, it's not. I'm just. It'll w- be a good snake. What, what we
2: I'm should do is we should have we should gamble who's the first person that's going to get kicked out of Wrigley that day.
1: Ooh. Wow, because we are
2: drinking Club 400 lager for at least three and a half hours, and you know, Jaeger's going to be involved. Yeah. It's a Saturday. You don't got shit to do on Sunday. No. What, what's going on? We got to watch the Bears at 3 o'clock. And I think they planned that game at 3 o'clock on purpose.
1: Is it at 3? Yeah, because well, they knew Club
2: 400 party was on Saturday. So they okay, changed the time. That
1: makes me so excited. Just another <laughs> side note. I dumped her at TV. <laughs> and it'll be two weeks in a row I get to see the Vikings. Because they're on at noon. Green Bay. Green Bay. Yep. Yeah exactly so that's the last stadium i was kicked out of but that's (laughs) neither here nor there that
2: should be a good game now let me tell all our listeners there's no cost at the door um just come right in they'll be serving club 400 lager you open up your own beer tab and uh, we'll be there man johnny's gonna be there my brother e's gonna be there some of my good friends are gonna be there from club 400 we have a group of 30 people going into the game just Mm -hmm. with our small group but we're hoping to see you out there and uh You know, come out and try some chicken wings. Try Eddie's wings. They also got great. Their hamburgers are awesome. And he he has one of those small menus, but everything is good on the menu.
1: I have not had one thing in there besides the chicken wings. They're They're that good.
2: They are. And I always, whenever I go to any place to get my wings, I always ask them for extra crispy. That's my tip for this podcast. Always ask for your wings extra crispy.
1: And that should be an obvious shirt. (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly i want joe if you're listening
2: joe if you're listening i want output has good wings and oh, then he could sell those in the restaurant yeah.
1: well. get them extra crispy yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs>
2: so um this saturday september 14th the bar right down the street from wrigley field on on clark street by the metro output will be there from 9 a.m. Till twelve thirty. We're
1: gonna have a blast. This we is are gonna be fun. Dude, we're
2: throwing an old we're throwing a party in Chicago. You think I'm not gonna like step my game up? Right. And like uh, with with a lot of people I care about. And we're gonna have a great time. We'd love to have you out. Come to the game a little bit early, stop by output. So so that's exciting in itself. And we have another announcement. Our last I think it's our last one, unless Jesse counts me in to do another one. Oh, I would like to promote one more thing before I do that. Uh Chris Lake Brewery is having their Oktoberfest this weekend. And it's October. I mean, it's uh, September 13th and 14th. So it's actually this Friday and this Saturday. They're, deba- they're debuting their new Oktoberfest beer. Club 400 will be on tap. And this is one of the two big bashes that they have every year. And they actually give some money to charity. There's some bands playing. And I believe uh, f- uh, Friday opens up at 3.30 to, like, 11. And then Saturday, is, it's more like an all-day thing. And know what they have, William? Pretzel necklaces. Ah, I love it. I mean, they make these pretzel necklaces, and then they sell them for charity, and you just put them around your neck, and you drink beer and eat them.
1: I saw those at the uh, tent, the beer tasting thing that we were at in Lake in the Hills. Oh, they have met a lot of beer festivals, yeah. yeah, yeah I but like it.
2: I love, the, I love that. I mean, I could just walk around with those, one of those on my neck every the single only, day.
1: The only issue is we're going to be at Output on Saturday, so we have to go Friday.
2: That's right. Well, I will be up there Friday. I'm ditching a Cubs game, I was telling Jesse. And really? I don't know if Willie was going to come with me, but I'm going to go up there uh, about 5 o'clock and hang out. Drink Club 400 Lager. Definitely be drinking some of the Oktoberfest supporting our guys man and this is like i said one of their big events so if you can make if you're in crystal lake if you're in the vicinity of the area come on by uh, downtown crystal lake crystal lake brewery
1: just an opportunity to see our guys from crystal lake i think ryan
2: ryan will be there jesse will be there joe rodriguez will be there
1: joe rod all right it'll be good our,
2: but we have another event I want to talk to you about, which I'm really excited about. This is about. an announcement. Yeah. This is
1: one you actually saved this for is, an announcement.
2: I know. This is an announcement. Tickets are going on sale tomorrow, which is today. What to what say? We're putting the podcast out tomorrow, which is the 11th. And God bless all our first responders. Um, we're going to put it out tomorrow. And then we're going to start t- selling tickets probably Wednesday or Thursday. We're working on the link right now. So the the, the announcement is, is Thursday, September 26th. It's a 7 o'clock. Breakers in Crystal Lake, Illinois. I'm going to say that one more time. Thursday, September 26th, 7 o'clock to 10 o'clock. Breakers, the Breakers, in Crystal Lake. My main man, Jason Weisenberger, owns it.
1: You may have heard of their Mai Tais. Oh, Mai
2: Mai Tais and Club 400 Lager.
1: Yeah, I might have one Mai Tai and then switch over. That's a smart move. That's a, move. Good plan, isn't That's a
2: really <laughs> smart move, uh, but um, so it's basically another a beer a Club 400 Lager beer release party, but this time we're including two Chicago Cubs. What? And let me tell you, they've both been the Club 400, and they are both awesome people,
1: and they are freaking entertainers, and
2: they are going to show us a really awesome time. Now I don't know if you have ever been the Breakers. They have a restaurant and they have a brand new patio. The party is gonna be taken out, taken uh, on the patio.
1: Which is fantastic.
2: It's gonna be great. We have live music. There's the beer trucks gonna pull up. We're gonna do some fun giveaways. We're gonna do q and A Q&A with these guys. You're gonna Are be- you
1: and I playing the live music? You know, or we're d- doing the Q and A.
2: Jimmy and Justin have ditched us again. Really? Yes. I can't believe it. The modern day Romeo, is Jimmy and Justin. If you ever hear, if anybody ever listens to this podcast, if you talk to Jimmy or Justin, tell them we're t- tired of getting ditched, Is man. Justin still alive? I, I, know I, I did saw Jimmy once, but I, I did run into Justin not long ago.
1: Okay, so you can confirm. And we right. are
2: drinking Club from Heart Lager, a bunch of it. Okay, so, perfect. But, uh, yeah, they're ditching us, but so let's get back to the plan here. We're going to have a Q&A there. Pictures. You can bring an item, if you know what I mean. One for each player. 2016. <laughs> if you know what I mean. World Series champions. Two, we'll of, them? two of them? Two of them. The pitching coach, John May Lee. Uh, John May Lee. And one of my favorite guys ever to come to Club 400, Miggy Montero. Uh, what? Now, Miggy Montero, did you guys listen to the Q&A? Did you hear how awesome he is? As much as he sounded as awesome as he did on the Q&A, he's even more awesome in person. So these guys are good friends, okay? So John May Lee has a charity, and it's for base- baseball, uh, young youth baseball, yeah. supporting that. It's a 501c3, and Basically, these like guys
1: Southern Illinois ish, uh, St. Louis. I think
2: it's in Indiana. Indiana but I'll have to yeah. double check that. It'll be it's on not our fire t- from here. It'll be yeah. It'll be on our. Uh, it'll be it'll be mentioned that yeah. night and so forth and so on. So uh, tickets are going to go on sale. It's going to be fifty dollars at the door. Forty five dollars if you actually buy a ticket. So forty five dollars ticket, fifty at the door. That For money two world champions. That money what? all goes to John uh, to John's charity. So. That's so cool. They, were, they just were, wanted, John wanted to do something for his charity. Yeah. Miggy was actually around and they called me up. They knew we had the beer out and um, we're excited about it and it's going to be awesome. And we're going to have a really good time. Th- this is our last party, our Club 400 Lager Party of the Year. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you it'll be our best one. No offense to output, but only because of our guests that we have and the QA and the Pictures And, and i got to tell you, you know? uh,
1: our good buddy Jason, who's the owner, has had a party on the patio that we attended. Jimmy McMahon. Jim McMahon. Yep. Everybody's favorite quarterback of all time, Jim McMahon. If he's not your favorite quarterback ever, you're not a true football fan. He, we,
2: he actually played That's for the Minnesota, Minnesota for Vikings. Viking yeah. Guy. Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy Mack, one of our favorites, came to Club 400, never never not had a Coors Light in his hand. The whole time, he had a Coors Light in his hand.
1: 24 hours a day. Well, he wasn't here the full day. And he had,
2: when I saw him on the field the other day, on Thursday, against the Packers, he had a cup. I'm sure there was Coors Light in that cup or something else.
1: He's the, he's the only guy I've ever known who's got a guy whose job is just to make sure the Coors Light is full. <laughs> exactly full total he's got a guy that comes with them it's that's like a beer guy. patrol <laughs> yeah. you know it, <laughs> how much he's, how much you got left in there yeah that's going to be such an awesome party and based on the jim mcmahon party the access that you'll have to these players will be incredible oh i mean and i mean they are two guys that just like hanging out
2: exactly these are guys guys you know and um
1: john may lee when he was here he was here for you pretty much had to throw him out right
2: I mean, yeah, pretty much. I mean, he he, he loved talking. He was singing uh, Pearl Jam karaoke with us. Yeah. That's how cool he is, uh, is. Right. But I will tell you this, guys. And this is, like, the truth. You go to uh, autograph signings and stuff like that, you're in and out the door. Okay? What you're going to get at Breakers is an uh, authentic experience with a guy, Miggy Montero, who hit one of the biggest home runs in Chicago Cubs history.
1: And who's one of the funniest. The
2: Grand Slam Oh, yeah, funniest people ever. Fu- greatest guy. I swear to God. One of my favorites. I w- he was actually supposed to come out with Wilson Contreras. That's a whole other story. But that's how much I loved him. And then, um, you know, we had the opportunity to do this. And I'm like, this is a no-brainer, dude. No-brainer. I mean, yeah. we, sh- we were going to do it at Club 400, but we uh, Breakers, uh, a good friend of mine, Jason, and Chris Lake Brewery wanted to do one more beer party, and it just made sense. So uh, and hopefully the weather is going to be great. If it doesn't, we'll have tents up. And we'd love for you to see us out there. Let's close out baseball season in general. The Cubs play that night against the Pittsburgh Pirates, I believe. And that's right before they come home to play the last three against the Cardinals. So it could be a major party that night. Could be. It might be like uh, we all head down to Wrigley after be. the it Pittsburgh game. Yeah, so. It's out of here. So lots of good things uh, coming up. Starting this Saturday I'll put at nine a.m. and then headed over to Breakers on September twenty sixth. Look for the ticket link on Breakers page on the Club four hundred pages on, on the Club four hundred podcast page and come out and see us, man. It's a deal. It's a deal. Money's going to the right place and you're gonna have a wonderful time. And try an egg roll while you're there.
1: Oh, they're phenomenal.
2: Jason makes they have the best of egg rolls, man. They do. So
1: hey, I got something to bring up about the show.
2: Sure. This no. is not a timeless show, by the way. No. This, we broke our mold today.
1: So we, you know, had a little bit of a lull the last couple weeks. Because we you got just,
2: lazy on us. But
1: yeah, okay. It was your birthday. <laughs> 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 um, but, you know, everything we do on this show is intentional. We try to get the timing down the best we can. We do try to do all our shows timeless so you can listen to them at any time and Thank you so much for what do we have? 2,000 people now that are subscribed to the show, which is crazy. You know, it's just crazy. I was it's happy awesome. when we had 10. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now we have 2,000. And thank you to everyone who subscribes and who listens and all of that. But we try to, you know, do certain things that are, you know, kind of a little bit timely and stuff. Well, one of the things we've learned in our first year going through a first full cup season is. It's tough to listen to a show sometimes with the Cubs playing, 7 games in a week, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, you get home from work, you get you, you know, you do a couple things, you make dinner, you got the TV on, you know, boom, when you have time, you know. Right. S- some of these games go really late into the night and all that kind of thing. So, we've been saving some shows. We had a schedule coming up. After the season's over, that is going to just blow your mind.
2: Yes, we do. We're going to have some top-notch guests. Top-notch guests.
1: We uh, we did have somebody tell us at the beginning of the show that we were going to run out of guests at some point, And that's not even in the realm of possibility.
2: Well, there- there's just so much stuff we can do. And you know what? One thing, William, and not to cut you off, but we're not just a podcast. We're a podcast that, that does things, you know. And we raise money for charity. And we have awesome events that are really... You know, you get your money back and the money goes to the right place. It's a special thing we have going. This podcast is an extension of all that stuff.
1: And, you know, the people that we have on, I mean, these guys, some of these guys are are gets, as you'd like to, you know, call them. We got a great get coming up, you know. Who would think that, you know, somebody who's an, been an usher at Wrigley Field would make uh, interesting 45-minute guest or whatever the time was it was fantastic i mean we've had people on here we're not even saying any words we're not even asking any questions they just all have stories right and they've been so willing to share them and you know actually almost every single person we've had on the show has become friends of the show and they're showing up at your events and they're they're they've kind of become part of the club 400 family and stuff like that so it's just it's just really cool what we're doing and i'm not saying that uh Pat us on the back or anything like that. I'm just saying.
2: I'm just saying, you know, it's people that lo- love, love the same thing and com- combine and unite for the right reasons. And, and, I we, exactly and I'd, highly,
1: I'd highly recommend going back and listening to if you missed a show here or there. I, I was listening the other day. I was like, you know, sometimes for me it's just hitting the wrong button on the computer and all of a sudden an old show comes up. I was listening to the show with uh, Alex Pankow.
2: Right, we need to follow up with him. Oh my gosh! I mean, he uh, since we've spoken with him, he climbed Everest and he's got the story to tell about yeah, it. You know,
1: this guy survived cancer, and his way of giving back was to raise money and climb the seven.
2: So I think it's something like that. Five so to
1: seven highest peaks, mountain peaks yeah. in the world, and then he mounts a Cub flag up there, and. Uh, he was one of our first shows, you know. Yep. So at that point, we didn't have, you know. At that point, we were actually on the radio. At, the, at that point, <laughs> our moms were listening to <laughs> us, you know. Exactly. So but I don't know, you know, if everybody's heard that. But the shows are really easy to get to. You know, go back, listen to them. They're available. They're always going to be available. They're out there. Easy to, you know, click on and play. And especially once the season's over, you know, and you're going through Cub Withdraw. Right. Stew's in club depression right. Cub depression right now, and that'll turn into Cub withdrawal in about two days after the season's over. Can't so wait to hear
2: Theo's press conference this year. William. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he could replay the same one as last year for well, the most part. Well, you
1: know what? Maybe Theo will be a guest. Maybe. <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> I got a lot of things to talk about Theo with, I'll <laughs> yeah. tell you that much. got
1: we got we a lot of questions for Theo. If you have any questions for us to ask Theo, yeah. uh, you know, send us. Yeah, th-
2: exactly. Oh, by the way, uh, Sunday, September 15th, the Heckler is hosting a party. Go check it out on their Facebook page, the Heckler. Um, they're doing a, a watch party because uh, obviously the Cubs are playing at one, the Bears are playing at three. I believe, I could be wrong, but I believe it's at Rizzo's, but they have a little package put together. And Brad always does it right, as you know. And uh, they're looking to have a little party. So if you got that Sunday morning itch to go out, head over to see Brad and the gang at the Heckler, man, because they're going to throw a great event. So anything else, William?
1: I don't know. I'm just super excited for the party this weekend and then the party at uh, Jason's place at Breakers. Two, th- I mean, two th- great upcoming relax parties. Relax your liver, you know. Exactly. And then...
2: uh. Say I gotta save the date. We'll we'll give this out. Save the date, Christmas party, Uh November twenty third here at Club Four Hundred. Special guests. We'll save that for later. That's just a save the date situation. Saturday, November twenty third. Let's come on, William. Let's get these cups going,
1: dude. I I think we got time. Let's do it.
2: And we'll be at social media night this Monday. That's right. Yeah, we'll be there representing uh, Club Four Hundred podcast. Hanging out with the Crowley. Hanging out with all the guys. That we know and love. Uh, i never been to it, so I don't know what to expect. But it should be fun to see all the guys because it always is. Bring your business cards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, But we support everyone, man, because Cub fans are the best. Thanks for listening to the show. Please come out. Two more events this year. Come on out and have a good time with us. Let's let's do it. Let's raise money for John's charity on September 26th, and let's rip the roof off of output this Saturday. Love you guys, and
0: have a great day. We took the train from Barrington to get drunk and have some fun in the bleachers. Fireballs at Cubby Bear with his friends. He doesn't care if he's late. He boos and screams and cheers and he pounds a dozen beers in the bleachers. But the highlight of his day was when he made a cup snake. They pile it high and pile it higher Left field sucks came from the choir They stacked those cups for 27 rows How beautifully built those cups were Till a mean red-shirted usher Said, buddy, I think it's time to go the cup snake guy chases Jägermeister with my tie. But the best part of the game was stacking cups up in the ninth. He's a cup snake. But instead he's stacking cups in the bleachers He was too drunk by the fourth To care about the score of the game But he's reaching for the sky Heaping cups up super high in the bleachers Worth a hundred bucks he paid To get drunk and make a cup snake Every So fantastic Holding his pillar Of plastic A monument to Wrigley's drunken fans Beer and dip Spit raining showers From the massive Slobber tower Thank God they gave him Cups instead of cans He's a cup gonna lose his O' jersey tonight and the best part of the game was stacking cups up in the night he's a cup snake guy he's from the suburbs and he's usually white The best part of the game was stacking cups up in the night.